Welcome to the O Woman Podcast, where we discuss, oh, so many things related to women's sexuality, bodies, thoughts, and lives. We'll talk about everything from our relationships to our orgasms to our children and our ovaries, and we'll share outstanding experiences and ordinary ones. I'm Emma, and a big open welcome to you. Thanks for joining me for the show today. This is episode 114 of the O Woman Podcast, and today I'd like to talk about some tips that I have for you about making your wedding what you and your partner want it to be. Not what other people want it to be, not what you think it's supposed to be, but actually making it what you and your partner want it to be. Even if you're not sure yet what that is, okay? Um, just a little bit of background. I got married last September, and our wedding was pretty much what we wanted it to be. I mean, you can, it can never be exactly, exactly what you want it to be because something's going to go wrong, something's going to be complicated, harder to do than you expected, or the day of, you know, this will break or this won't happen. But that's just to be expected. It's that kind of a thing. So we had our wedding where we live in the country. We had it at our house, and we had the reception at a nearby kind of restaurant bar. And... Our wedding was not traditional. We didn't have um, a minister or anything. We had a friend who was ordained to officiate for our wedding. And we came in together, and we came out of the woods, and we had um, each of our parents involved in some sort of kind of ceremonial aspect of the wedding. And that was the really spiritual, meaningful part to us. Um, And we felt like we really got our personalities across, which I think is what you need to do in your wedding. Um, Because to me, your wedding is sort of a representation of your teamhood, which is not a word, your partnership and the way you want it to, to be seen by others as you proclaim, hey, we're a partner, we're we're a team here. This is what we want you to know about us and this is how we want you to share our lives is by seeing this aspect of us. Um, some people don't feel that way about weddings. Some people think, I'll just go get married at the courthouse, no big deal. And that's completely up to you. If that is what you want, that's what you do. But I wanted to offer a couple tips today, um, because we've gone through it so recently, about ways to make sure that your wedding is going kind of down the right path for you. It's the way you're wanting it to be. It's not being controlled by someone else. So I'd say the first thing that you really should do is don't start to talk about your wedding details with anybody else until you speak with your partner. So you get engaged, you are talking about, hey, when you might do it, when the date might be. And a week after you get engaged, you've already talked to every single one of your girlfriends about the details. Like, oh, I think this would be great, and I would like this, and would you be my bridesmaid, and all of this stuff. It can wait. You owe it to yourself, and you owe it to your partner, to talk to them first. I'm not saying you have to decide every single thing together. But talk to them and say, this is kind of what I am looking for. This is what I'm interested in. This is what I would like to have for the wedding. Before you talk to anybody else and kind of plan it without them, because that can happen, I find, especially with women friends and getting excited about the wedding, is you talk to your friends or your mom or your whoever, and they're excited too, and they've had visions of what your wedding would be like, and so have you, and so you start throwing around all these great ideas, and you come up with this really cool idea, but it's without your partner. Now, some people, you might have a partner who doesn't give a crap and doesn't care. But still, because it's their moment, too, to show that they love you and they want to spend their life with you, you should still run it by them so that at least they they feel like they have a good say 
about what's going on and not plan the whole thing out before you talk to them about it. Another big thing that I feel like is kind of an obvious thing, but I feel like it's still worth saying, is that you need to talk about all the decisions together and not just assume that you'll do this and they'll do that and, you know, they're not going to care if you plan this without them. Um, that doesn't mean every single decision has to be made together, but you need, need to at least speak to them about the decision that needs to be made, like the catering or something, and figure out how you're going to solve that, how you're going to get to that. So maybe that's going to be your partner's entire thing is you do the catering partner. I am not doing that. Do whatever you want to do. You made a decision right there about who's going to handle it. And so then you've given the reins up to them and there's going to be other things that you handle, other things that you handle together. Um, but identifying that is really important and talking about who's going to be making the decisions and, um, and focusing on each other. This is very much like the other thing I mentioned, just because that is, this is about you. This isn't about your mom or your sister or your best friend. It's about you and what you as a team, the two of you, would like to present and represent. Another thing that's really important is I think something that gets skipped over a lot because people rush right to figuring out the details, figuring out the details of the wedding, all the details, this and that, things they want this vision of what they want, that they forget about kind of the overall feelings and the overall meanings and desires that they want to have in the wedding instead of just the details. So don't focus on the details first. Instead, talk with your partner. Say, hey, what is it that we want our wedding to be? Let's throw out some words here. Like, how do we want it to feel? Do we want it to be really lively, really rambunctious? Do we want it to be really solemn and quiet, really ritualized, um, very religious or very, you know, secular? Do you want it to be very family oriented or very couple oriented? You know, there's a lot of different ideas that you have about the way you want it to feel and come across, which is the big thing that you're going to remember in the end anyway. Um, so thinking of that and identifying that is going to go so much better to start with that than to start with the details, because sometimes some of the details you have in your mind are not necessarily going to fit into the general idea, the general feelings that you want that wedding to bring to people. Related to this, another tip to think about is laying out all, all of your thoughts on the table about, do you want your wedding to be traditional or not? Some people really, really, really want to get married in a church and they will not bend on that. And other people really, really, really do not want to get married in a church. And there could be a lot of things related to having a traditional or a untraditional wedding that, that couples get stuck on. Um, because there's a lot of baggage with weddings. There's a lot of religious baggage and family baggage and all this hidden meaning behind things and stereotypes that you're going to uphold or break through. Um, there's, so there's a lot of discussion that you might want to have about what sort of a wedding you want on the basis of a traditional one or not. And that could also mean a religious one or a secular one, that kind of thing too. Um, and don't get stuck on this. I know this is important, It might be important to just one of you. It might be important to both of you. But don't just get stuck on this. If this is something that you get stuck on, if one of you says, I want a traditional wedding, 
And the other one says, I do not. Go backwards a bit and talk to each other about the feeling that you want your wedding to portray, the general idea that you want it to have, the sentiments that you want to be involved. And go back to that point again and then try to shuffle through if it's going to be traditional or not. Because you might be able to kind of compromise and find that you can get each other's opinions to change about certain things. Um, if you really look at the deeper level of what you want the ceremony to mean... Another thing that isn't so much related to the big day, as they say, the wedding, but about life after the wedding, and then just the a lot of the things that you're going to have to cope with during the planning of the wedding, which is stressful. Um, so a way to help that planning be less stressful is, I think, some people would rather say, you know, wait and talk about the future after the wedding, a lot of the, the your plans and your life plans. But I say no. Talk about the future now, before you're married, before you're in the height of planning that, um, months and months and months before the big moment, before even any of the planning, depending on when you've decided to get married based on when you are going to get married, um, don't wait until closer to the wedding because the this stuff is going to come up, the idea of the future is going to come up. It has a way of just rearing its head and popping up in the middle of stressful times because you're thinking of all these huge life changes that are happening to you. You're getting married. That's a big deal. And then there's all these other things, this cascade of other big life changes that you imagine will happen at some point in your life or you might want them to. So there, it's going to pop up. It's going to come up during this context, I promise you, at some point. And so it's better to talk about it now before it is balls-to-the-wall stressful planning time so that you can get a lot of your ideas out there. So talking about, are we going to live together before or after? What are we, are we going to buy a house? Are we going to stay where we are? Who's going to move in with who? Are we going to rent an apartment? Are we going to move to a new city? Um, are we going to get a pet? Do you want to have kids? When do you want to have kids? Just to get a general idea. It doesn't have to be, of course, a specific, you know, time frame of everything figured out. That would be ridiculous because everything changes sometimes. But just laying down some of those bigger questions so that when the stress of the wedding rolls around, when the stress of regular life rolls around, it doesn't become sort of a weird argument um, in the process of getting married about all those other things. So making sure that you're talking about that before, I think, is really, really, really important. Another tip is that I want you to know it's okay to argue with each other it is normal to argue with each other and maybe want to punch each other in the face because you're not agreeing on something and you imagine that this wedding is a high-stakes event. And it feels high-stakes, even though it's really just another big moment in your life, like all other big moments. Um, but it's okay to argue. So if you have the feeling of arguing or of saying, I don't agree with that, I don't think we should do that, say it now. This is the trial run for the rest of your life with this person. You need to be able to speak up for yourself. You need to be able to say what you want, doing it respectfully, of course. But don't be afraid to argue because now is a really good time to test your ability to get along and to communicate and cooperate. The next thing that I would say about making sure that you're on the right track to have the wedding that you and your partner want is to Enlist the helpers that you want to have, um, but make sure that you enlist people that actually share your same vision. So even if you like really rely on your mom's help for a lot of things, but she wants you to have a traditional wedding and you do not, do not enlist her help in this way. She can help you do other things, but you need to choose people that you trust 
their idea of what you want to do. They trust your vision. They think it's perfect for you and good for you. So they're going to ask you the right questions, but they're not going to undermine your decisions. So this is, in in effect, choosing an ally who's going to help you realize your wedding and the way you want it to go. That is a really important thing. This could be a friend. This could be the officiant to your wedding. This could be your mom. This could be maybe even just your partner. Maybe there's no one else that agrees with the way you're doing it. But make sure that you find people that can be supportive of what you want to do. Also something too that I don't think everyone thinks about is how many plans there are involved in a wedding. There's so many little plans. There's this, there's that, there's all these things. Um, but I think some of those plans you should keep private, even if it's just a few of them, because nobody needs constant feedback on their wedding. And if someone knows your plan, they're going to give you feedback, even if it's positive. They're going to say, oh, that's great. I love that idea. Or this too, blah, 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 blah. And they're going to maybe throw out another idea on top of that and try to piggyback and give you all these other ideas that you like. But still, you don't always need someone else's opinion to validate one of your ideas for your wedding. Keep some things private. Keep some, some things to yourself that you really don't need anybody to tell you about. You really don't need anybody to help you figure them out because it has to do with your garter if you're going to wear a garter or your shoes, you know, things like that that to, maybe to you are a little bit less stressful. You don't have to tell everybody everything because they don't need to know it and it's going to add so much more to the feedback you're getting into all the thoughts that you're getting, which can be overwhelming, honestly, at a certain point, all these ideas people are offering you. And the last thing I'm going to say is that when you're trying to get the wedding you want, you and your partner, please keep in mind that less is more. I know that seems stupid. I know that seems opposite of what weddings really should be, that more is more. But less is actually more. Doing a little bit less than you're planning allowing some things to just fall away and not be part of the plan if it's not that big of a deal, um, and whittling down the to-do list, whittling down the things that you want included when you realize they're not that necessary. You don't need to stick with it if it really isn't that important, if it really isn't that needed. Because the bottom line is you're going to remember the big moments and the special, meaningful, emotional times of the day so much more than you're going to remember the details. And that's one thing that you hear, you know, as kind of a an old wives saying sort of thing is that some detail is going to go wrong. Something's going to go wrong. And you don't focus on that because partially because it isn't as important in the moment. You don't care as much. You're not worried about it. You're more worried about the connection you have with your partner, letting people know about it, and, and sharing your life with the people, the family, the friends, the loved ones that have come to share it with you. So if you're given a choice between less or more, choose less because people are going to remember the sentiments, not the things, not the decorations. They're going to remember the emotions and the feelings in the air that everyone was sharing. Thanks so much for listening to the O Woman podcast. I hope this episode was a little bit helpful to you. Um, these are the things that I definitely learned through planning a wedding. And and it was really, I just really wanted to share it with you because Jason and I pulled our wedding off in very much um, the way we wanted to. And so I realized that we learned a few things from that and I wanted to tell you about it. So thanks for listening as always. Check us out on Facebook. Check out the website, awomanpodcast.com, and check us out on iTunes, and please subscribe and rate the episodes. Thanks. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.